comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! Then you'll be taken to a tangent 
some place you have not been before. See, normally, as humans and mortals, we like to play it safe. That means you are interested in patterns, in structures, in cycles, the things you have done before, and we are confident that if we come, it will work. Why not we stay within that boundary? Why, why, why do we need to go beyond that place? And maybe we are not sure of what is going to happen. So we need to go to this scripture so that we trust the Holy Spirit to take us to a time to As we began to lay foundations for these past few days. See, uh, if you go through the scripture, one of the things you will notice in the book of Hebrews is that the book of Hebrews is more like a revelation of um, the plans of God. The way God intended to achieve His purposes. And when you study deep, you will find out that the book of Hebrews is a book of priesthood. And when you study a little further, one of the things you find out is that there are the purposes of God can be divided into two. His eternal purposes and His redemptive purposes. Now, I don't have time to go there. The redemptive purposes of God is necessary because man fell. But after God has achieved those, that His purpose in redemption, He have to start or rather restart the purpose that was truncated by the fall of man. And that one, that one was the eternal purpose, something that is running before man was created. And as I was saying, man became a victim of the desire that God had. Man became a victim of the purpose that God had in his hands. So he said in the book of Genesis, he said, let us make man in our image. And let them what? Have dominion. Satan, let them have dominion. Let them have just don't allow your your heart, the eyes of your heart to leave this place. Let them have dominion. The implication of that is everywhere man is found, what is expected of you is dominion. Whatever it is, wherever it is. Unfortunately, there is a criteria that it takes for us to measure up to what it takes to exact the dominion of God. The one he seeks to express through our life. So the Bible says, told us in that place, that's not where I'm going, that he made us in his image and his likeness. We have laid those foundations. Now, if you come back to the purposes of God that is um, captured in the scripture, that is what this book of Acts is trying to show us. Are you getting the point? The point here is that God intended to do something and there is a way he intended to achieve it. So we, on the day of Pentecost, the men that gathered on that day at the upper room the Bible said in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 4, he said that the spirit filled the room like a mighty rushing wind. Huh? And then the people there began to print us all kinds of things. There was commotion in the city. And when that thing began to happen, the people that used to know the people that used to know those guys there, they, they suddenly noticed that they have started behaving in a different way. They gave testimony, said, don't we know these guys? They used to be with us. What suddenly happened? So, after some time, some of them say, we know what happened. They drank by 9 a.m. It's because they drank. And they, this one is hot drink. You know, there are percentages of alcohol. I studied through science and technology. There, there is one that is 50%. 
Therefore, when you take it in a shot, it has the capacity to reconfigure the way you walk. 50%. So that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. You see, the children of Israel is not really, they are not really, um, um, they are not really novice to the move of God. They, they have water that can move and people will be healed. They have seen one or two things. But on the day of Pentecost, what they saw, they have not seen it before. Men scattered into the streets. <laughs> so, um, the, the outsiders began to give interpretation to what was happening. So on that day that the Spirit was poured afresh, because that was the release, it so happens that a local assembly will have to mirror the dimension of what God intended to release as season. God had to land in a place. That's what I'm trying to say. Meanwhile, what God was trying to do was territorial. As a matter of fact, when Peter began to give interpretation, he said that they asked him, what do we do? He said, receive the Holy Ghost, that this is given to you and your children. So the import of what God was doing is far beyond the people that were in that room. As a matter of fact, when they went further by the interpretation of Peter, they thought it was meant for the Israelites. After some season, in the book of Acts chapter 10, they found out that the intention of God was beyond the Israelites. So God brought a mystery before Peter. He said, kill and eat. He said, I have not eaten anything. God said, I'm the one telling you, he said, not so, Lord. I have not done anything like this. That is why when Peter appeared at the house of Cornelius, he didn't have any plans to baptize them in the Holy Ghost. He didn't have any plans to lay hands on them. But as he spoke, the Holy Ghost came. And the testimony he gave them when they came to the council, because they called him to the council, and they come and explain that this thing you are doing is our people. Our people owns the Holy Ghost, our people. How is it that you went there and gave them the Holy Ghost? Because it's when you get to the book of Galatians, you will find out that the promise that God gave Abraham is actually the Holy Spirit. So they feel that they being the children of Abraham by the flesh as a custodian. Even men like Paul testified in the book of Romans. He said, to them pertained the law, the prophets. To them pertained redemption. But even the Christ came. So that is what they thought was their own. Peter had to tell them that even him in his heart, he was not planning to lay hands on anybody. But he said, that they receive the Holy Ghost as we received in the beginning. Are you getting the point? Trying to show them that there is there are ways to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and power. That the one that happened to them was the way it happened to us. So that no man will take the credit. He said he was just talking. He wanted to just speak and close the meeting. But the Holy Ghost came. <laughs> the Holy Ghost came and interrupted him. This, this was what was happening on the day of Pentecost. And men that saw them began to give interpretation. Just like they can give interpretation when somebody came out, a young man encountered the spirit of prayer, and his father is a millionaire. So one day he came in and walked himself inside the room and was crying and weeping. Oh. And the father called him and said, What is your problem? Tell me, let me solve it. Why do I have money? The father cannot understand how he can be a millionaire and his son will be weeping inside the room. He need to find out. That was what happened on the day of Pentecost. They summarized that the guy is sick. 
They summarize that he's being plagued by a strange sickness. That he lost something. Maybe, maybe, did you pass a car? What happened? Did you ask Carrion? What happened? Did you lose two million, five million? Did your wife die? What happened? Why are you looking like this? That was the interpretation that men gave because they did not um, participate in the place where the breaking news came from. You see, and the Bible said that what left heaven, according to the book of Acts chapter 2, what left heaven was a sound. But by the time he came to the upper room, it was fire on their heads. Are you getting the point? So, for Peter to receive the capacity to be able to interpret what was happening, he has to participate. With that he started from the throne room, it was sound that left heaven throne room huh? and then enter the upper room. So for Peter to have the capacity to bring interpretation, he must participate in the activities that took place in the throne room. So when they came and said they are filled with new wine, he said, no, leave it. I was there at the throne room. And when, what, what we saw was a sound that came and fire came on our heads. This was the time. You need to, I, I'm just trying to lay a foundation of what was happening by the time we got to that verse that we started. So Peter was giving them interpretation and telling them that this thing you guys are seeing is actually a fulfillment of what is traveling from generations past. And that every of the things that God is trying to do through their fathers, our fathers, is an attempt to try to mirror the dimension of what happened on the day of Pentecost. Meanwhile, you need an interpreter. If it was not for the ministry of the interpreter, there is no possibility of men entering into the bounty that heaven has released. Just as I said, an accurate teaching and preaching ministry is not just to give you information, it is to open a window of possibility for you in the spirit so that men can enter into it. So if it is true that it is born of the spirit, then it can be replicated. You see, the spirit can give birth. So what we do is to open the window and you enter inside. Then one day, what will happen is that with your lips, you will also testify of the encounter that you have. So it's beyond giving you information on the head. It is a possibility. God wants to bring you to the experience. So that by the time you are living, we will not get to tell you what to say about this meeting. What to say about what happened to you. You will be the one to testify. That since I left the meeting, something happened to me. Is it as if there is an encoding? Somebody finished from a meeting, they left it. He said that suddenly she noticed as if they put her feet in fire. She will be looking on the street. Fire will be burning. You don't need to tell that kind of person to give, to tell the person, well, how, the, how is the meeting? No. Her legs on fire is a proof of how the meeting is. So we need interpreters. When God begins to move and strange things are happening in the territory and God is bringing a cargo, we need an interpretation so that men will receive the capacity to take advantage of the bounties of heaven. If not, um, what will happen is that the day of visitation will come and just like Israel, they will miss the day of visitation. Because even the one they were waiting for has arrived and they were not aware that what they have been praying and waiting for was what, what is before them. Because Jesus asked them, what are you looking for in the wilderness? See, the kingdom of God is not an observation. Sometimes it comes, you don't know. Just like many of us, when God began to work in the many lives 
mighty people you have ever seen. It is most times in a meeting like this, the Holy Ghost will move. I heard in that Dr. Paul in nature was in is it one national meeting like that. And somebody was preaching, preaching, preaching. And something struck him in to his neighbor. I said, Did you hear what this man said? The neighbor that was sitting beside him said, What did he say? <laughs> the guy did his head like this. I heard that Pastor Chris Oyakilome was watching a video of a mighty man of God that walked in the miraculous and he was crying, weeping. And one day, an elderly man of God met him. And when he was weeping, I said, This man has so blessed. The man, the elderly man of God told him, I was in this meeting laughing. <laughs> the man of God, Pastor Chris, say you are in this meeting and your life is like this. Now, when he said I was in this meeting, he thought the pastor will come and shake his hand and say, Kale, you were in that meeting. There is no award for being in meeting. The award is for encounters. What have you gotten? That is the proof of the magnitude. The weight of this meeting will be tested by what will come out of your life after this meeting. That is why I have to bring interpretation to you so that you take advantage. There is much level in the spirit to make certain things available. The only reason why you left here without encountering what is in your heart is because you are not sensitive to the move of the spirit. That is all Elijah told Elijah. Elijah told Elijah. He said, if you will see me when I'm caught up, that means everybody can be there. Even the source of the prophet, they are telling him, today God will take away your, your master from your head. I began to wonder how they know what. I used to read that place before and I didn't understand. I thought the knowledge about the encounter was just private to Elijah. It was that I studied that two stations where the sons of the prophet are, are gathered together also have the information. But even though they have the information, they never took them because they didn't understand how God moves. See, let me tell you. Um, Sometimes we generalize the dealings of God, or rather we say that this kind of thing is best for some people. Let me tell you, when God begins to move like this, He's intending to touch every man. I want to tell you that the things you, you receive can be incubated for so long in your heart. Meanwhile, when it came, it came like this most in the biggest place. But it's a child that God is looking for. So Peter have to give them interpretation of what is happening so that they can take advantage. Because I didn't read the scripture in full. By the time we got to where um, Peter ended, most of them opened their heart and said, well, what are we going to do? And you know the rest of the story, how they get there. Now, my point is this. Peter, why not show me the scripture so that I will not go show me? Peter began to speak about matters. He said that our patriarch David began to live in a certain way. He said that thing that David was doing is not about David. That David is a type of the Christ. That his life is such. Are you with me? If you are with me, say amen. amen. <laughs> Sometimes God will put you on a, a stringent routine, a certain kind of life. What he's trying to do is that he's trying to make you a public spectacle. Such that if it is possible for men to look at you and trace. You know, sometimes we speak about God and many people on the street, they don't know this God we are talking about. I found out 
recently that people don't hate God as much as I think. It's actually because we have not modeled, we have not mirrored the portrait of the true God. The one they want to see, we have not shown them. Once you show a man the kind of God he wants to see, because there are people that is passing after God, but all we have been showing them is something substandard. So if God raises you as a man to become an epitome of what it takes to mirror his dimension to your family, then certain things will have to be released of your life. So when people like Moses come and strike do you want water? Whoa! And then water came out, even though things happen. The what God intended is beyond the miracles, is beyond signs and wonders. Moses is a pattern man in the spirit, a type of a Christ. So what he is doing, we have to be mirrored accurately. The reality is about to come. So that is what was happening in the life of David. So David was saying, I, I think that's where we are going. We will soon go to the book of Acts and Psalms chapter 110. He said, the Lord said to the Lord. He said, David himself, eh, he has not yet ascended to heaven. What he is speaking, the utterance in his lips was strange. You see, David is one of the men that model the full dimension of the things that we talk about. He, he sometimes he operated as a priest, as a prophet, as a king. He entered into the temple and, and they said, shoe bread. This only man he collected it and ate. That one you don't touch it. But he ate it. So his prophetic ministry is such. Why not show us Psalm chapter 110? Let me just move them quickly so that I will not take time. His prophetic ministry is such that you know sometimes some of us, God will tell us something and we say, God told me, he's still prophetic. And then sometimes you see visions, like pictures. You see pictures. Sometimes God will speak to you and, and some other things will happen. You know, sometimes God will reveal to you. You can even see an open vision like a seer. <laughs> what David participated in in the book of Psalms chapter 110 is beyond just the seer ministry. What he participated in his activities in heaven, he was summoned up. More like what Abraham functioned in. That is why you have to take notice of the word that was used to, um, to speak about the personality of David. He said, the patriarch David. One of the things I found out is that all the patriarchs in the lineage of Israel, they have seats in, in heaven. When court sessions take place in heaven, they are invited to that place. More like what happened to David is that he was invited to the council in heaven. You see, in the prophetic, there is something that is attending council meeting. It is bigger than just receiving prophetic insight. Far bigger. That is what happened to Micah. God just took Micah and he came to the council in heaven. And he saw what was happening there. That what they want to achieve, eh? is to deceive the king. And the only way to deceive the king is to make the prophets to laugh. So when the prophets with their gifts enter, with their gifts they enter and pick things, pick things, pick things. What they didn't know is that they are part of the agenda to fulfill the purpose that is in the heart of God. Huh? So that is what it means. He attended cancer and because he attended cancer, everybody is saying the same thing. He cannot afford to say what they are saying. Because he knew that even though they are correct, though, but they are, they are correct, it's at it's a measure. I don't have time. There, there is, there, you see, reality is 
dimension, is in layers. So as at a at a particular layer, you, they can tell you in secondary school that atom is the smallest indivisible particle in anything, and then you go higher, they tell you that there is an electron. There is help me now. There is neutron, and then there is and then you go to the university and you study quantum physics. <laughs> that is where they will tell you that there are far more things. Who studies physics or things like that? Equal to MC square. These are the kind of calculation that will blow your head. So this that equation. But that is where you will find out that it is the top in secondary school is is truth at your level. <laughs> when you approximate, you will now begin to see things from the perspective of God. Because some people began to teach some things in the body of Christ that, that good is God. Good is not necessarily God. God is good. So you cannot come with your human mental scope in this our finite mind and come and determine from what is good for God. Do you know you, God can allow you to suffer for five years? And as far as he's concerned, that is good. But may we tell you you are suffering. But we need to see from God's perspective. They came and told Job, the wife told him, you are suffering. Just deny God and go. But when you travel to heaven, you will see that what happened is that there was a wager on the life of Job. And God told Satan that Job can give up. Me, I know. So, God told him, I have tried. So, you with your human team, all his friends, and someone said, You see, someone said they did it. Someone said they don't know anything. But as far as they are concerned, God is a wicked God. That is goodness and truth at their level. But when you travel higher, you will see that the purposes of God from case, whatever you think is good, whatever you think is not. God is the definition of goodness. Huh? Goodness is just a fraction of his reality. It doesn't just become God like that. Now let me come to work. So, um, David was just mirroring that dimension. So he said, the Lord said to my Lord. So there are two laws. He said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit down. So let's go. This is, this is the scripture from where Peter was lifting that revelation. Because part of the reason why many people in the prophetic ministry are making many mistakes is because just because they have the gift and the anointing, they are not good in the scripture. So they will make a lot of mistakes. But the old prophets, that what is called the school of prophets is that men are first of all educated in the scripture. Because prophets, they know that there is nothing God. The people that are waiting, there is nothing God that wants to say that you cannot trace to the Bible. If you can't trace it to the scripture, then those your alarm should start going off. Your alarm. Like somebody will receive a prophecy and say, Leave your wife and find another one that is a witch. And so your alarm should start going on that something is wrong with this kind of prophecy. Huh? Now, it can even tell you the circumstances around your life. Huh? So this is what is happening. He said, the Lord said to my Lord, and Peter was quoting this scripture, eh? sit down at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Keep your hands here. Are you getting the point? Whatever happened at the day of Pentecost, are you getting the point too? If you are going to say Amen. amen. Whatever happened at, on the day of Pentecost is to achieve this. Are you with me? 
whatever happened. And I don't have time. These things is um, the God began to teach me things in the scripture from the eternal point of view. And I saw that many of the things that is in the Bible is bigger than what we originally thought it was. For example, if you go to the book of Genesis, the Bible said, and God blessed and said, subdue. Multiply. Why not show me that place? Now, the question is, I know people have defined me and say, subdue the creation, subdue, and all those things, and all those things. I don't have time to go to But do you know that the scripture thing spoke in the book of Job? He said that he has not found perfection in his angels. Huh? The Bible also spoke in the book of Hebrews. He said that even the pattern of holy things in heaven, are you with me? Oh? That even the pattern of holy things in heaven were purified with the blood. I began to ask question: who messed up heaven? <laughs> even the pattern of holy things in heaven have to be put in their order by the blood. Are you getting are you getting the point? So I'm I'm trying to tell you that the mandate to subdue, what are you supposed to subdue? There is a mandate that is hanging upon every human, and there is a, a level of dominion that you have just for the fact that you are a human being. But there is a, a higher level of dominion that you should have just because you are born into the kingdom of God and His Christ. Huh? That which is trying to manifest from the eternal organ that is called the church. Are you getting the point? Now, that is what happened at the day of Pentecost. What God intended to achieve, He intended to achieve it by the Holy Ghost. Are you getting the point? So He said to tell them, that is Peter, that the purpose of the outpouring is to achieve what is written in the book of Psalms chapter 110, where the scripture said that, and the Lord said to my Lord, sit down at my right hand until I make thy enemies. Who are his enemies? Are you getting the point? So, that is why the person that sang the song, you know that she sang it and then she sang many other songs. Sometimes, don't sing many other songs. Find where the Holy Ghost is. Huh? How can you walk when you don't know the way of the wind, can you play it? How can you fly when you don't know the way of the spirit? Bring in everything in your wings. Bring in everything in your wings. How can you walk when you don't know the way of How can you cry when you don't know the way of How can you when you don't know the way of the heart of Don't sit down, be back in. Just breathe in, 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 breath
midnight, come to the school house here. Don't you know, in his hands, is a key to a tunnel. Little, why the Holy Ghost came. Are you getting it? But that's why we sang the song. The Holy Ghost has a mandate from heaven. He will not stop working until the enemies of our God have been subdued. Huh? Now, you need to know. Are you with me? You need to know that um, the Bible spoke in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Give me some. Give me some. I just have five minutes. Now, the Bible spoke in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It said in that place that uh, the first man was empty, but the second man was the Lord from heaven. In other words, the scripture is trying to show us that there are two kinds of men that have ever walked this day. The first man was empty, the second man is the heavenly man. And we have found out from the story of the scripture, according to the book of Ephesians chapter 1, that we are the representation of like the body of that heavenly man on earth. So if you go down to this scripture that is in the book of Psalms, like verse 2, quickly, can you show me verse 2? Verse 2, verse 2, verse 2. The Lord shall send for the rock of strength out of Zion. He said, Rule down in the midst of your enemies. You know what this scripture is saying? When a man has received an outpouring of the Spirit, that is not the time to have. When the Holy Ghost comes, it means you should find trouble now. Uh, yes. You see, the time we have been hiding from Satan, the church you will be running looking for where to hide, has gone. The day the body of Christ retreated has gone. Why did the Holy Ghost come? The testimony that should be born about us is that this man that come be city upside down has appeared again. There is something that is Commanding that that is navigating their life, controlling their life, manipulating their life, the anointing of God, the, the outpouring of the Spirit. That is what is happening. That is the mandate that the Holy Ghost has. It's a rule down. So until you begin to rule at every step. So you are in your business. Somebody came where is in business and they use they use they killed something and use the blood and spit everywhere. You, he saw a dead animal inside the shop that he lost in the night and went home. He came in the morning and saw a dead animal inside. How did he enter? That is not your business. If you know this thing that the Holy Ghost is saying, when you see the ram that they killed and put inside, call your wife, cook it and eat. <laughs> Actually, yes. Yes. Some of the things I tell you, some of us have done it. It was for that. <laughs> I, I will not be meeting the Holy Ghost. Something will come upon you and you will use it to cause trouble. Don't worry, God is backing you. What you don't know is that what you are doing, you think you are the one doing it. God is using you 
a venue to accomplish this agenda. Because Jesus is now seated. Are you getting the point? It is from that seated place that is so body on those. So the heavenly man in heaven has a body on earth as a representative of that. The mandate that, that was given to the Holy Ghost, God, God from this, sent forth the Lord of his saints out of Zion. So what it means is that from heaven, God sent something. Where did he land? He landed in the upper room. The upper room is any place that saints have gathered, seeking an outpouring and equipment from heaven. What is text, the tools, the power, the grace, the anointing. Even to make money, the Bible said I'm the one that gave it to power to make money. Those days that my father was a businessman, he said that when he comes to his business place, he saw that there are two angels that sit there. The angel, one year, one year, everybody that is passing, they will be directing him there. My father comes to his shop at 9 a.m. People will be waiting for him there. Meanwhile, the people here and here and here are selling the same thing, the same price. And people are waiting for him. See, brothers and sisters, this thing is spiritual. And you must receive an equipment and a process from heaven. I said, something must fall on you. Something must fall on you. That's it. That's it. You see, Apostle was talking about some people being the wife of God and all those things. If you study the book of Esther, there is a price that Esther paid. For three days, she knew that her calling was a spiritual calling. Just because Esther appeared, and people that don't know her will be smelling the perfume and the way she dressed well. They didn't know that she's coming out from three days dry fasting. She's a priestess of the altar. She just brought packaging. She's an undercover agent. She participated in this meeting. Bringing everything. You know, bringing so fast. Bringing everything. You know, bringing so fast. This guy God will smuggle cargo into this territory. explain what is happening from church to church from place to place just watch up after now they'll be organizing prayer meetings they won't know why they're organizing prayer meetings something broke in the spirit and the heart of men will begin to pant out and call they'll begin to see God some of you will be called back and God will put pressure on you you will pray like a madman you will explain it you don't even have prayer points but every day you are praying on the streets you are praying in campus you are praying on the market you are praying you are praying when you stop talking. What happens is that the spirit came. It came with the mandate. Until dominion comes, the Holy Ghost will continue to work. Until dominion comes, we need an equipment, we need an anointing, we need something to come.
God may want to tell people amongst you, and then I believe you don't need to stand. And as I speak now, as I'm speaking, it will start happening. Huh? Some of you, the power of God will hit you so much that you will not survive it for three days. For three days, you won't be normal. For three days. Some angels have not touched you. If they touch you literally, you cannot breathe. Because it will seem as if you have plugged into high tension. Why is this guy behaving like this? Can somebody else do this thing? Pay attention, my friend. Now, that is what is going to happen because there is no time. If you notice what Satan is saying, it seems as if Satan is working over time. We too will work over time. The way you will know actually what that is actually the way also Satan studies what God is doing is that if we come and see the way people are praying, the kind of things that is happening everywhere, you will know that God is up to something. So just because Satan is doing that is also a proof that God is up to something. See, brutal men will rise up. Huh? I don't care where you found yourself, whether you are a businessman or anything. You will just like the days of Nehemiah, you will carry this in one hand and carry the other one in one hand. And then they will think you are a normal person, you are not a normal person. Listen to me, something will come upon you. <laughs> Somebody came to where my mother is sitting here. And then caught an animal, dropped it in there. The person that caught the animal died. Somebody came and did something and finished. My mother took broom and swept it and said, The one I'm sweeping you, we are being swept out of this world. It didn't take too much, the person died. So I have to tell her to take it easy. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I said, Something will come upon you. Then you will notice that Satan has robbed you for long. Your dominion is kingdom dominion. If God wants to prosper, the way he does it is that he prospers through his people. If he wants to show his might and strength, what he does is to show it through your life. So we cannot know how strong and powerful our God is until the members of his body begin to exert his strength. People will continue to listen to our God. They will continue to think our gospel is without what he takes. You come and tell God wants to believe. They come to your church, but they know the authors that they serve. They don't follow you, they pay lip service. They come, everybody gather and do coronation for him. In the night, they come for their altar. There is, they don't believe in your God. Not because they don't want to. For men have not paid the price. Pay the price to be a, to, to be a masculine. You know, Katen, Saka Bahata, Kadia Barasate. The Bible said that God is the Lord God of hosts. Do you know what it means? It means that he enters with an entourage. Eh? It's like a muscle. When you summon him, he appears. And when he appears, many things begin to happen. Many people sometimes, a thousand demons appear with one muscle. When God appears, sometimes a million angels appear with him. Because it's a train of his glory. And then some of the people that is in that angel God, angels will begin to touch them. God is moving and begin to drop things in your heart. The equipment that they need, the mantles, the power, the things that they need, the gifts, and the kind of things will begin to happen.